125, I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. 1 Kings 4.29 God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breath of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. And Exodus 31, 1-4 I'm sorry, Exodus 31, 1-3 Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, and I filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills. And lastly, God's wisdom is revealed by the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 6 through 9. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age, or of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden, and that God has destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. And today I'm coming to you with a message in regards to continuing on the path of God with the wisdom and the discernment by the power of the Holy Spirit. Many of us have already given our lives to the Lord. He saved us, he set us free, and now he's called us to be used by him in this end time. In one way or another, God has gifted us, has given us talents and gifts so that we can shine his glory throughout the world. And a lot of us have said yes to the calling of God on our lives. However, many of us still do not understand the power behind working under the discernment of the Holy Spirit through God's wisdom on how to go about the calling of God in our life and what we need to do in regards to being on that 
right path, on that right track of what God is expecting us to do in and through the call that he has given to us. In Psalm 119, 125, verse 125, it says, I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. It's a very powerful verse, a very powerful, powerful scripture. And it's David crying out, Give me discernment. Give me discernment because I am your servant. He's crying out to the Lord in this psalm. Lord, I need discernment. And one of the things that happen as we accept the calling of God on our life, we accept the calling of God, but we miss one aspect of that call. David cried out in this psalm, Lord, give me discernment. I am your servant. I need your discernment that I may understand your statutes. That I may understand the calling of God on my life. They may understand the word of God in my life. Then I may understand what you're doing. As your servant of God, I need your discernment. And that's one of the keys that we miss as we say yes to the call of God on our life. And it's a very important and valuable key not to miss. A very important and valuable tool. A very important and valuable scripture here. That David is really expressing that he is crying out for discernment. We could say yes to the call of God on our life. And we could be on fire for the Lord and ready to go. Once we get saved, that's basically what happens. The Spirit of God touches our heart. And all of a sudden we want to shoot out like a firecracker ready to go for the Lord. But without asking for discernment, without walking in the discernment of the Lord, we can actually walk in dangerous areas because if we're not walking in his discernment, then how are we knowing his statutes? How do we know which direction to go? How do we know what, where we, what, what turn to make? What person that God is sending us to? The enemy can bring people in our path. And we may think, okay, because we're so excited to go. As the enemy says, I'm not going to let them go and do what God has called them to do. No, I'm going to send these people here really to destroy the ministry calling on their life. Really to destroy what God is doing in their life. I'm going to bring confusion. And if that individual did not cry out and ask the Lord and pray for discernment before they began their walk in the Lord, David cried out for discernment. He was, I don't have to cry out for discernment. It's already going to be given to me. Not necessarily so. David said, give me discernment. He cried out, Lord, give me discernment. 
So he's going to come in and try to incorporate his own way of thinking and being in that individual's life. And if that individual does not have discernment, does not have the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding of God, the Spirit of God resting on their life, they will go in the direction the enemy wants them to go. And they will do what the enemy wants them to do without even understanding that that is not God. There are times when God will fill that servant with the spirit of God and with discernment. And the next thing you know, that individual will go and they'll, they'll hear from God and they know they're hearing from God, but it doesn't make any sense. And then the enemy will send somebody around that person to tell that person, listen, that doesn't sound like God. It doesn't make any sense. I doubt that God had told you to do that. You should do this right here. You see how crafty the enemy can be. And if we're not careful, and if we don't have the discernment, to recognize that which is of God and that which is of not God. And if we haven't asked for the discernment and the wisdom of God to understand his knowledge and understand his ways, we can be easily persuaded by our natural way of thinking about things. That's what the enemy will use mostly is the natural way, our natural thought processes, our natural way of thinking about things. To bring us on the wrong track. To confuse us. To stop the will of God on our lives. And in Matthew 16, 23, Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And this is what we need to tell the enemy each time he brings deception our way. Get ye behind me, Satan. For you do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely. In First Corinthians Two, verse 6 through 8. Once again it says, We do however speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom a mystery that has been hidden and that God is destined for our glory before time began. God's wisdom is a mystery. His understanding, his knowledge is not our way of thinking. He said, don't you know my ways are not your ways? Neither my thoughts your thoughts. His ways are not 
our ways and our thoughts are not our thoughts. And as the enemy will come in and try to incorporate our fleshly way of thinking about things. And if we do not have that discernment, if we do not have the wisdom of God that rests on our life, the knowledge and understanding of God, the spirit of God incorporating the wisdom of God, we will fall into the trap of the enemy and allowing him to bring us on a different path because we're using our natural way of thinking about things. And that's what he uses because that's what makes sense. But it says, 1 Corinthians verse 2, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 7, No, we declare God's wisdom a mystery that has been hidden. And that had God destined to our glory before the time began. So we cannot incorporate our natural way of thinking about things into the perfect will of God on our life. Into the calling of God on our life. Into the footsteps that God is leading us. Into the path that God is leading us on. It will not make sense. Because it's a mystery. But yet, we go by the unction of the Spirit of God moving us in that direction with His own wisdom and understanding and knowledge that we yet have not been able to understand with our natural way of thinking. So anytime the enemy wants to creep in, because he's crafty, and bring in your natural process of thinking about things, say, this is God and this is not God. And lead you more towards the natural way of thinking about things and saying that it's God. And leading you away from God, what God is showing you. Saying that doesn't make sense, so that couldn't be God. It is deceptiveness. Bringing you on the wrong path. I feel like I'm speaking to somebody right now. And I feel like that that person is about to go in the wrong direction just because it doesn't make sense to them. And so the enemy is bringing them on another path and they're going in that direction even though God called them to go in this one. And God is saying, no, don't go on that path, my child. Don't listen to the voice of the enemy deceiving you along the way. My ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts, and even if it doesn't make sense, this is me. And it will be revealed to you as you continue to walk on the path that I'm calling you to walk. Do not go down the direction the enemy is causing you to go, but stay listening and discerning through the Spirit of God that which I am calling you to do. Don't let your natural way of thinking get in the way. And let your natural way of processing stop you from doing what it is that I am calling you to do, saith the Lord. And I pray right now, Lord, as those that are listening, that the enemy is trying to bring deception, that you fill them with the discernment of God on their life, that they know that which is of God and that which is of not God. And regardless of whether it makes sense, 
that they just say, God, it doesn't maybe make sense, but I will trust in the discernment that you're showing me. I will go this way. I will do what you're saying to do. And I will shut out the voice of the enemy. Regardless of who that voice may be coming through, I will shut the voice of the enemy out. And I will continue on the path you called me to be on. And a weapon formed against me will prosper in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you fill me right now with the Spirit of God. I pray over all those right now listening that God fill you with the Spirit of God on your life. That you walk with the wisdom, with the knowledge, with the understanding of God. And not with the understanding of man or a fleshly way of thinking. I thank you, God, for helping your servants along their path and keeping them the apple of your eye all the days of their life as they fulfill the call of God. The enemy cannot come in and destroy that which you have called. I give you praise, glory, and honor, Lord, for doing this and for keeping this. Your will in your time Your ways are high